Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, introduce, man. What's happening, brother? Hey, what's going on, Doc, man? I feel real good this morning. I'm real excited. Uh, two games away from being crowned the NFC East champs. So uh, I feel real good. Another victory Monday, in effect. Man, I'm getting used to this, Doc. I'm getting used to it as well, man. And I know people are saying the NFC East, what he's talking about. We're in the NFC West. Isaac is talking about because two straight weeks we beat down some punks from the NFC East. Beat you down, beat you down too. Beat him down, beat him down like Devo. But anyway, another great show today because the Rams put together another great performance. Our Rams go to Philly and clip the Eagles 37-19. We are now 2-0 and and I can't wait to talk about it. But speaking of wait the wait. It's finally over, and we know football is back. Now, you may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. The Rams, 2-0. Put your money on the Rams, man. NFC West champions. Like Isaac said, about to be NFC East champions with two more wins. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Isaac, for the second straight week, my man, we get to talk about a dub. Our Rams put in that work again first week. Took down Dallas, like Debo said. Beat them down, beat you down too. This week, Philadelphia went to Philly, Maine, out east and beat them down. 37-19, road win, big boy stuff. I'll tell you what, Doc, let's let's just put this this whole week, this whole weekend in perspective, man. I mean, you're coming off a huge win uh versus the Cowboys. And you know, just human nature sometimes there tends to be a a, a law. You can really celebrate a little bit too long but with the veteran leadership that i believe that we have that's not the case you go back out you start practice practice week and then you got to travel across country play a game that starts at one o'clock eastern time uh that's three hours ahead of normally what we play so you know our body clocks hadn't worked out of waking uh hadn't waken up yet so um that that puts it puts you at another disadvantage and just go into uh, and, and face another team that's been projected to make the playoffs with, with a, with a big-time quarterback, uh, some big-time players on defense, a nice running game, and really just jump out on these guys the way that we did, man. It was very, very impressive. I was impressed from, uh, from the play-calling uh, stance, 
from uh, just the execution of the players and just the confidence that the entire team played with, man. Big time win for the Rams. Huge win, man. And what I like is what you just said, man. The way we came out of the game, ready to roll from the moment kickoff, man. No lulls. I don't need to get warmed up to get going, man. The Rams, as soon as we got the ball on offense, man, with the work. Jerry Goff doing his thing, bro. Continuing to play well for the second straight week. First time, first three times we got the rock, Isaac. I think we put three touchdowns up, man. 21 points on the board, man. Meticulously, like a machine, mechanically. Going down the field, man, and just killing that Philadelphia Eagles defense, man. First possession, touchy. Second possession, touchy. Third possession, touchy. Before you know it, man, we up, man. And that is the way you want to start a ball game, man. It's just, once again, man, it's just good to see Jared Goff commanding this offense, doing the things that he's doing, man, and this Rams offense moving like it's moving, man, because like you said, you go on the road and you go against a good Philadelphia Eagles team with a good defense. We know what they have and we know what they can do, but man, we went out there and treated them like a junior college squad, man. So we we were able to hold on for 37-19. Now the Eagles did make a little run pull within, I think maybe a touchdown or six or seven, eight points with it at some point, but we struck them again, man. That's what I like, man. Just going on the road, like you say, all across the country, different time zone, a great Good NFC East team and beat them down and coming out the way they came, man. And Jerry Goff, once again, brother, another outstanding performance, Isaac. He started off 13 to 13, man. 13 to 13. That included two touchdowns to Tyler Higby. He finished 20 of 27, 267 yards, three touchdowns. And the good thing, no INTs, a sack. Jerry Goff, a lot of good quarterback play going on in the NFC West, but Jerry Goff. Is one of those quarterbacks that's playing well, man. Well, you talk about, uh, you know, the stat sheet, Doc. I mean, we we go out, we knew last week this time, we were talking about uh, defense being able to travel, running games being able to travel. This offense traveled well this week, man. We put up 449 total yards of offense. Uh, The two significant stats that stood out to me, we had 192 rush yards in this game. We were seven of twelve on third down, which is special, Doc. I mean, this is that gives everybody rest. That that gives confidence to the offensive line, your offensive players. Uh, gives defense a little bit more rest because you're keeping drives going, especially on the road. These all these things are happening on the road, which is very very significant. And uh, it's a, it was a special time, special game, man. Just having uh, the rush yards that we had. These guys are starting to wake up on this offensive line, and the running backs are following suit. And uh, we had a great game plan. The guys executed very well. Now, you're talking about those third down conversions, man. I want people to understand how important and how impressive third down conversions are because first and second down, Cuba, when you get to third down, man, a little pressure pops up. You got a little pressure to make a play because you want to touchdown is what you want, but you want to get another set of downs, man. So third down carries a different kind of weight than first and second down, even mentally, man, because you know you got to get it done because you want to stay out there. Or like I said, you want to strike them for six. But if not, you want to stay out there, keep your defense over there, and you want to keep your drive going. So those third down conversions, man, as impressed as I am with how the Rams offense played, again, I think I'm more impressed with those third down conversions. Now, you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but those third down conversions, man, that's those are big plays, some of the biggest plays in a football game. Well, absolutely. You know, normally we call third down the money down, offensively and defensively. And we have the personnel to to keep drives going. If it be the running back or if it's uh, Jared Goff, 
uh, Cooper Cup, uh, guys like Robert Wood. We have we have the personnel to make sure that we are successful. And 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 most of the times you want to be, uh, you know, forty percent, thirty five percent, forty percent on third downs. But when you're when you're hitting at a clip where you're well over fifty percent on your third down conversions, man, that always bodes for a good uh, for a good day. It gives you opportunity opportunity to put points on the board via field goal or absolutely just getting the ball in the end zone, which is, is what we all want. But anytime you start converting at a high level on a high pitch on that uh, third down conversion, you're, you're, in, you're, you're, you're in high cotton, as, as a lot of people say. And you said it again. I mean, you mentioned it earlier, man, that offensive line, bro, once again, man, did a great job of protecting Jerry Goff. Goff, just one sack, man, against a very good – I keep saying it, a very good Philadelphia Eagles defense and a very good Philadelphia Eagles defensive line. So to protect him, well, uh, uh, to, to protect him, the higher high, most of the game, well, he just got one sack. But not only that, you talk about those rushing yards, man. Moving the line of scrimmage, man. Just, just, just a, it's a moving company. Taking that beat defensive line, man, telling y'all, man, get the hell on back, man, because we putting in work. My big boy shoes are bigger and better than your big boy shoes. So that offensive line, man, we can't talk about them enough because we need them to play well in order for us to do some things. And that was the big question mark coming into the season. Can the offensive line play better than they played last year? And, bro, so far within in two weeks, man, they're playing like an elite offensive line easily one of the best offensive lines in the nfl and i haven't even seen every nfl offensive line but i can't see too many offensive lines playing better than what the rams offensive line is playing right now hey they're, they're battling some great defensive linemen every day in practice so you're, you're getting your reps you're getting your opportunity to block some of the best guys in the league aaron donald i mean one of the leading candidates for mvp this year already you're facing guys like 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 donald like brockers every day in practice. So you can only get better. Like I said earlier, man, these guys will, will either put you on the waiver wire or place you in the Pro Bowl. So uh, I, I think the offensive line is choosing to get better. You see the cohesiveness that they have. They're all on the same all on the same page, uh, playing, playing on the defensive line side of the football. And that always bodes well, man. If that offensive line can get you a half a yard or get you a full yard started, the running back's going gonna, to gonna, gonna be able to show his skill and his talents. That's what's happening right there. And on top of all of that, Doc, we win the turnover battle again this week, man, which is always important. Whenever you can make a team turnover, get the ball back for your offense, give, give your offense more opportunities to put the ball in the end zone, man, it's special, man. So we caused, it, we caused three turnovers this week, and hopefully this coming next week, we can do the same thing. Indeed, man. We, we picked Carson Wentz off two times. Two INTs also recovered a fumble, so it's always good when you come up with turnovers, man, when you get the rock because you get your offense more opportunities to get on the field and put up points, and that's exactly what we did, man. And talking about that offensive line again, that offense way it was moving and way it was working, man. Talked about them protecting Jerry Goff, but the running of the rock, man. I'm going to keep saying it, bro. We had 39 carries, as you said, for nearly 200 yards. And I'm going to say it again. Last year, we were 7-0 when we had at least 30 or more carries. I, I tweeted out before the season, and I've been talking about it right here on Ramblings. We need to run the ball at least 30 or more times because that is the formula for success. And here we go again. 39 carries. We got another W. Not only that, Daryl Henderson, our University of Memphis Tiger, man, played his first, his best game. As a Los Angeles Ram man, got his first ever touchdown, 12 carries, 
81 yards, broke off one for four, uh, 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 broke off one for 40 yards, showing that burst, but also showing that vision and showing that strength, man. Because on that touchdown run, D. Henny, man, uh, look, bro, he got smacked, but he just ran through a couple of dudes uh, to power in, man. So how good is that to see this second year running back, this second year pro? Finally, kind of break out, man, because 12 carries, 68 yards, I think that's about six yards of carry, man. That's outstanding, bro. Hey, Doc, that, that's a running back room that has a lot of talent in it. I mean, from Cam Akers to Brown to Henderson. Henderson showed up and showed out yesterday. Uh, a huge confidence builder for him. Uh, he, he wants to be the number one guy. And just going out uh, on the road once again, and accumulating 121 yards from scrimmage, man, is big time. So he can be a, a, a three-down back, you know, which is the goal of just, of, of just about every running back in the league. But when you can showcase that talent, when you can showcase that burst to prove, prove and show others why you were drafted in the position that you were, it's always a sweet thing. you gotta got to make sure that your offensive line can trust you, uh, your running back, uh, your offensive coordinator can trust you from a pass pro uh, uh, standpoint. Uh, he's making strides there. So guys won't be on the field if you're not making strides in practice as far as the running game is concerned and as far as the passing game is concerned. If you can stand, stand in there, stick your nose, and stop some of these blitzing linebackers, we're going to see a lot more Daryl Henderson in the future. And I love that, man. 12 carries, 81 yards, a touchdown, 40-yard burst, man. Uh, also caught two passes for another 40 yards, man. He got targeted three times. So that's what you want to see, man, making plays in the running game, making plays in the passing game, getting pass protection in there. Now, we did lose Cam Akers, man. He finished with three carries for 13 yards, but he got hurt in the first quarter, kind of hurt his ribs. Don't know how serious that is right now, for hope, but hopefully that's not too serious. But the good thing about it, man, as you said, we have a good running back room. Cam Akers can't play the whole game, but Daryl gets a lot of work. And not only that, Malcolm Brown, who finished with the Larry Carris for 47 yards, which that's four yards to carry, man. That's that's good. That's what you want because three rushes, we got another set of downs. But he also, I think he went out uh, in the fourth quarter with a hurt finger. So Darrell had to kind of be that dude from then on. And it's good to see that he can be that dude. But 39 carries, man. The offensive line playing extremely, extremely physical, doing what they need to do, man, which is push people back and protect this uh, uh, uh hopefully all-pro quarterback at some time with Jerry Goff and letting him do his thing. But going back to Goff, Isaac, once again, man, the misdirection and the play action, doing his thing, man, that is how he's successful, and that is how we are successful. And three touchdowns, and that dude went to work, man, Tyler Higby, bro. Tyler Higby did work, man. I think he caught five passes, three for touchdowns. Oh, bro, you don't get any better than that. Yeah, he stuffed the fantasy football stat sheet, Tyler Higby. But, but here's the thing. You know, golf played a, an exceptional game, uh, very efficient, 20, of 20, 20 for 27. And, and here's the thing. I think Coach McVay is putting these guys in such uh, great places to be successful. Uh, you know, we, can't, we came in this game talking about the tight ends for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you know, we, we constantly scream stuff like that over the airwaves. And don't, don't think for one minute that Everett, that, that Tyler Higby, they don't hear that. They want to be known as elite tight ends. So, Whenever you're going up against another elite tight end, you want opportunities. You want to show the, the skill, the talent level that you have. Higby had the opportunity to get in the end zone three times, and uh, it was special. So uh, hopefully we can we can build on that. Uh, he becomes another threat, another toy for Jared Goff. Uh, some people to, to for other people to draw attention to him, and you know other guys get opportunities. So whenever you whenever you have a good game that following week. Uh, 
offensive, defensive coordinators start to notice you, defensive players start to notice you more, that opens it up for other guys. So uh, hopefully this week it'll be someone new or someone old from the past. Robert Woods have that breakout game this season. So uh, hopefully that, that, that bodes well for our offense, and congratulations to Higby, man. Yeah, you're talking about those tight ends for the Philadelphia Eagles, man, that people are doing a lot of talking about. You're talking about Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Zach Ertz finished five catches, 42 yards. Dallas Goddard, four catches, 40 yards. So the Rams' defense did a great job of containing those guys and making sure they kept some eyes on them and making sure if they did catch the Brock, they were out in coverage and they brought them down. And we talked about the Rams missing 15 tackles in that first game against Dallas, man, that they needed to improve that specifically. Micah Kaiser and... Uh, 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 Michael went to work, man. 16 tackles, 11 solo, like Han solo. That is what you want to see, man. A defense playing as well as they've played. And once again, Isaac, this is what I like, man. Eagles put up some points. We won 37 19. I think they may have had 16 points at halftime. But for the second straight game, brother, that Rams defense only giving up three points in the second half. So what that's telling me is that, is that Brandon Staley. And then those other defensive coaches are doing a good job of looking at halftime, first half tape at halftime, and making great coaching adjustments because that's all you can attribute that to, man, because you have a game plan coming into the game. You have to look at but you have to be able to make battlefield adjustments. So that's letting me know they're seeing something, man, and they're making the right adjustments and making the right decisions at halftime because they held Dallas at three points in the second half came out and held the Eagles to three points in the second half. So Brandon Staley, man, so far, impeccable job. Just an awesome job. I mean, we talk about the firepower that these two teams, the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, have offensively, and then to come out and really shut them off in the second half is a huge feat. Let's not – I mean, we don't forget about the the veteran leadership that we have on that defense, man, that holds everyone accountable. There's a standard of play that's being – uh, set by guys like Aaron Donald, guys like Jalen Ramsey. Uh, they're holding guys accountable. So when you come out and when you can go and, and play a first half, uh, come out of the locker room and start and really stifle a team, man, that has a lot to do with the veteran leadership that's uh, in that locker room. And talking about coming out of the locker room after halftime, man, third quarter, Eagles get the ball, man. Like, you look, bro, uh, that first possession of the third, they were driving, man. If they score, you know, momentum can change easily, especially this team being at home. But what happened? That driving, Carson Wentz goes back to pass red zone, man, and Darius Williams comes up with a huge pick in the end zone, man. That was big, man. That was one of, as we talked about, two of interceptions uh, for that Rams defense on the day, man. Troy Hill also came up with an interception. Jalen Ramsey, one tackle, one solo, but hey, look, they don't really, you know, you can expect that, but not too many people are going to throw at him too much. But to see those other DBs play that way, man, and to come up with two picks, that's what we need, man, because we know what we get from Jalen, and we know these other dudes can play. But that pick, how huge was that to you, man? Because they're driving, they score, you know, this is pretty much a ball game again, but to come up with a pick in the end zone, I mean, that's that's probably the best position you can even, as a defense, that you can get an interception on the field is to come up with a pick in the end zone, Isaac. Absolutely. Let's remember, Doc, last week uh, that team from Washington sacked Carson Wentz eight times. So, you know, that, that kind of mentally plays with, with players at times. When, you, when you're when you sacked that many times, you're starting to think next week, okay, maybe I need to start watching a rush and, and not really 
focusing on what what I should be doing as far as throwing this football. And, and then you you play you play a, a defensive front like we have. I mean, you, you got Brockers, you got you got Floyd, you got Aaron Donald, and you start to push that pocket a little bit. It, it's two things that happens when you have pressure and get pressure consistently on quarterbacks. They throw the ball when they don't want to throw the ball. They throw it a lot sooner than they should, and they force shots. So sometimes they they start to force balls in that they think they can make, but they really can't make. And that I think that's what we saw yesterday with Carson Wentz. So it, it may be in his head that he's not getting protected uh, well enough by that, that, that Eagles front. And uh, he's starting to force some stuff. He forced shots, forced passes down the field. And, and fortunately for our defense, we're in the right place at the right time, getting picks, uh, forcing bad throws, and, and just really getting Carson Wentz and other quarterbacks off their feet, off their spot. You kind of move around and, and, and throw the ball down the field inadvertently. And our defense did do a good job against Carson Wentz, man. He finished 26-43, 242 yards, as we say, those two picks. But the big thing, man, uh, he didn't score any touchdowns. We did not let him throw any touchdowns uh, uh, passing. Now, they did a good job, man, zero sacks. But that goes to show you that they gave up eight sacks that first game. They know what they were dealing with in this second game, dealing with the Rams and Aaron Donald. And, you know, people will look on the stat sheet and be like, Aaron Donald just had one tackle, man. But trust me, people. Trust me. Don't just look at that. When somebody is a hell raiser, man, they need to come up with a different stat because this dude influences everything. He influences the coverage. He influences the line protection. He influences the quarterback's cadence. He, he influences how quick the quarterback thinks he has to get the ball out of his hand because he does have to get the ball out of his hand. So, Aaron Donald, you may just look at the one tackle, but – the way this dude influences the ball game and switches up everything, because I guarantee you, man, they had to change their, their offensive line protection. Whether they're shifting, they had to double them, they had to do all kinds of things. And a guy like Aaron Donald, man, just having him there, even though just one tackle, the influence that he has on a ball game is way bigger than any stat line. So, Doc, I guess it's safe to say that we can call him an influencer. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. You're, you're exactly right, an influencer. He can influence the game in different ways, just like you said, man. I mean, he gets the gets the heavy, strong push up up the middle, and and there's not a quarterback in the league that had that likes or enjoys uh, that rush being on his toes. I mean, they 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 like to stay comfortable, like to keep their feet clean so they can deliver the passes and and get the ball out. But when you start to move these quarterbacks off their spot, particularly when you have it coming right up right up in their face, they get uncomfortable. So. When you're playing guys like Carson Wentz, who isn't known very much for his elusiveness, being able to get outside the pocket and run the football, he doesn't really consistently have that threat. Um, that's what you get, Doc. So, um, you know, what what Aaron Donald is doing uh, with Brockers and, and, and those boys up front, guys like uh, Floyd, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's causing havoc on uh, current offenses, the two offenses that we've currently played, man, and they're doing a good job up front, man. And the Rams' rushing defense is pretty solid again, man, holding the Eagles to just 121 yards rushing. So, once again, and, and, and a big play guy with Deshaun Jackson, but he just uh, uh, held them to six catches for 64 yards. Six catches is good, but 64 yards is not really that good, man. It's 10 yards a catch. Uh, oh, so, that's good. That's the first down. Well, it is, man, but how many touchdowns did he get, though? That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's the, he, that far. we said catches and we said yards. Now, you're you, but you're exactly right. But he likes to be a big strike guy. You know, Deshaun ain't well, looking like, well, I'm averaging 10 yards a carry. He wants, he he likes big strikes, man. Hey, he's a career 22, maybe 20 uh, yards per catch type guy. So that's pretty half. That's almost half his average. 
I mean, that, that's special. But, you know, a wise man by the name of Rod Brown once told me, you can't throw the ball looking up at the lights and, and with pressure. <laughs> so uh, all of that, you know, the wide receiver position is the most dependent position in football. But that, you know, I mean, yeah, but you're right. But see, that's you made my point for me. That's why I said they get, did a good job. Six catches, 64 yards, because Deshaun Jackson is a 20-yard per catch guy. So to hold him to half of that, that's, I mean, that's a great job, man. I mean, you know, you got to shout out that Rams defense, man, once again. Let's shout out this entire Rams team because uh, we're 2-0. You want to get excited. Uh, but started 3-0 last year and kind of kind of had a meltdown, so – uh, this 2-0 team, as far as what you've seen, this 2-0 team better than the 2-0 team that started for the Rams last year? I say I say it is. I, I'd say better because, you know, it's 2020. I mean, 2019 is over and done with. You got a, you got a new squad. You got uh, some fresh faces as far as office, offensive coordinator, uh, new offensive lineman. Uh, guys are happy. I mean, you, you're happy when – you're playing for an organization that doesn't mind paying guys. I mean, they don't mind cutting the check, and we've seen that here lately. So uh, I think guys are happy. They know they're going to be around for a while. The younger guys coming behind our veterans and guys who are going to be there for a while see what happens when you play well. You get rewarded. So um, whenever you're 2-0, it's special. It isn't the time to exhale. I'm not sure when our – uh, open week is, but maybe you can exhale just a little bit, but not right now. I, I mean, there's a lot to be done. Uh, we've got a big, huge test coming up next week, so it'll be special. And I believe we're traveling cross-country once again. So um, it's not time to exhale. It's time to regroup, uh, enjoy this victory mon- Monday, and move on to Buffalo. Man, we're going to smack the hell out of Buffalo, man. But anyway, uh, like you said, uh, that's the big thing. You brought up a great point, man, because the Rams do play pay players. So you're keeping your current players happy and if you're a free agent or somebody looking at teams you look at the rams and you be like you know what bro they pay their dudes man they don't drag stuff out if they need to find money they find money they pay them if they, even if they don't have the money they pay them and they say we'll deal with everything else later man so you being a free agent and and, and we'll be looking at a team like the rams man i know how how huge that is because they pay cats and cats be like i it's L.A. and they pay dues, man. So you want to go somewhere where people appreciate you and they ain't dragging you out. No business thing. It's like if you're worth it, we're going to give it to you. We'll deal with everything else later. Absolutely. It's it's probably maybe four or five things, situations that, you know, you being a, a free agent that you would look as far as, you know, making a move or signing with a new team. Uh, you know, Los Angeles. Hey, it's Los Angeles. It's always 70 degrees. Uh, there's no there's no threat of, uh, you know, severe rainfall ever. It's 70 uh, you, you talk about, a, uh, you look at the taxes, the state taxes, if there is. I mean, that may be a, a negative. But at the same time, you're talking about a, a, a team from top to bottom that's coached well, number one. Uh, the ownership is, is, is doing what it needs to do, and they pay their players and take care of their players. So those are, those are some of the things that you probably have on your checklist if you're, if you're thinking about, you know, uh, becoming a free agent or, or you are a free agent looking for a new, new city to play in. Los Angeles bodes well. The Los Angeles Rams, I think, will have four out of the five things that you may be looking for if you're looking to switch teams. And that's, that, 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 that one out of five you're talking about is some taxes, man. Now, that's one thing. That, yeah, I'm cool on, on the taxes, everything else you got. But anyway, man, NFC West right now. Hey, man, NFC West is the only division in the NFL that has more than two teams, man. That's 2-0, and oh, bro. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, looking like monsters, man. The Rams, our Rams, 2-0, but so are the Cardinals. So are the Seahawks. And the 49ers, man, got their first win of the season, 1-1. But the Seahawks, hey, man, Sunday night football, New England, they beat the Pats 35-30, to and Russell Wilson just, bro, man, whatever, bro. 21-28, 288 yards, five touchdowns. Hey, man, uh, we talked about him. Russell Wilson just going to be a problem, man. It's just that's great quarterback play in this division. And Russell Wilson, man, that's somebody we got to look at. And you know, that's somebody we're going to have to deal with twice. Oh, without without question, he's a problem. He, he's a problem. Kyler Murray is a problem. There's there some issues in in this uh, NFC West division. I mean, I think it's, it's shaping up to be, once again, the best division in football. So. Uh, you know, with the with the heavy hitters that are in it, the the the, the name recognition that is, that is in the division, it, it's it's shaping up to be sweet. Uh, took a took a some major injuries. Uh, San Fran took some major injuries uh, yesterday. Uh, lost a lot of good players, but at the same time, man, you talk about Russell Wilson, you talk about uh, Aaron Donald, you talk about Kyler Murray. These guys are really set. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, a new a new guy to this division. So. It's, it's 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 starting to be what we anticipated being, just being a tough, hard-nosed division where it's it, it's going to be the last man standing. Hopefully, all the Ram all the Ram Nation can can keep our team uh, up in prayer. Uh, keep praying Psalms 91 over these guys. Make sure the injury bug doesn't come in, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens, Doc. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tight race, and uh, hopefully, we end up at the top. Who's looking like the best team in the division right now, man? I know the Rams were playing well, but Seattle, man, because that's a huge win over the Patriots, man. They get that stop on Big Cam at the one on the last play of the game, man. Uh, you know, beat the Falcons in week one, beat the Patriots in week two. I'm trying to compare the two opponents. We beat the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think our wins are more impre- impressive, man, than Seattle's right now. Right now. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I you know, just uh, the fact that the you know the Seahawks were playing at home in the conference of home uh, versus a team that's you know a perennial perennial playoff uh, contender and uh, participant, but you know when you when you when you talk about uh, two teams that were projected to make the playoffs and fight for uh, supremacy in within their own division, and that being the Eagles and and the Cowboys, you got to look at the Rams and just just say right now I think we have the edge. And, and to be honest, Doc, I, I'd have to slip a slide Arizona at, at number two right now. I mean, they're playing some serious football in Arizona right now, man. That Kyler Murray, man, I'm telling you, man, he, he, he is a issue. He is a problem. He is a problem. And that goes to my next point, man. The Cardinals beat the Redskins 30-5, to 15. Man, it was pretty easy working. That dude you talking about, Kyler Murray, uh, he's a problem. 26 to 38, 286 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked three times. But once again, this eight carries, 67 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Man, I mean, little dude, and I call him little dude because that's what they were looking when they drafted him. But they still made him number one. I mean, little dude, little dude, you can't, you cannot give little dude a crack, man. You can't give little dude anything, man, because. He may be a better runner than – now, I know might be. He's a better runner than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson just a better quarterback right now. He's older and more experienced, but Kyler Murray is a dude, man. Little dude is a big problem, like you said, man. So if, if you're the Rams, I know you're just looking at one opponent at a time, but you do want to rent, win a division, and you're looking at Kyler Murray and it's like, okay, damn, man, we got to deal with Russell. Then we have to deal with this dude. Uh, I mean, are you – 
surprised at how well Lil Dude, and I keep calling him Lil Dude because he's a Lil Dude, man. But he's a baller, though. You surprised by how, how well Lil Dude playing, man? I'm not surprised at all, Doc. I mean, you, you're talking about a guy, a player, a two-sport athlete who has won on every division that he's played. High school. I believe in high school, he, he never lost a game in high school. So that that's special in the state of Texas. So that's that's special within itself. And and and, and on the next level, man. I mean, uh, when when he was in college, he was a phenom in college. I mean, uh, I'm surprised he didn't push Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma a little bit more than than uh, than what we saw. But you know, when you give a guy like that the reins, I'm I'm sure when he gets up in the morning, Doc, kind of like myself. I mean, you don't see five foot eight, five foot nine. He doesn't see five foot eight, five foot nine. He probably sees six five, you know, uh, being able to three sixty dunk, uh, make every throw, uh, faster than everyone out there. A guy running four four three. I mean, he he's special. He's elusive. He has that 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 baseball mentality when he's running the football with the with the ability to slide and and avoid a lot of contact, which is very important for his longevity. So, I mean, he's a special talent, Doc. I mean, I don't think Arizona made a mistake at all in trading in uh, Rosen for this kid. Now, Arizona hit me, Kyler Murray, he doesn't see five foot eight, five foot nine when he looks in the mirror. Hell, the defense don't see him either because he just gets loose and does whatever the hell he wants to do, man. Uh, he's balling. And lastly, 49ers beat the Jets 31 to 13. But as you say, man, they got hit with a lot of injuries, man. Jimmy Garoppolo, high ankle sprain, Nick Bosa knee, he might be out. Uh, defensive tackle Solomon Thomas with the knee, then running back Raheem Mostart also with the knee. Don't know, really know how serious they are, but Nick Bosa looked pretty serious, man. So uh, they have to deal with that. But Anyway, man, the Rams 2-0, man. As far as I'm concerned, they probably go by alphabetical order. Uh, so they have Arizona sitting at the top of the division. Damn that. The Rams sitting at the top of the division. Arizona second, Seahawks third. As far as I'm concerned, well, Rams won. And, oh, you said it. You said you you give the Cardinals number two, then Seahawks, then 49ers third. So, hey, man, the NFC West, bro, big boy ball, man. Hey, big boy ball, big big time quarterback play, uh, big time defensive uh, defensive line play. And uh, it, it's what it is, man. I mean, I think the difference in the in the, uh, the separation will come from what special teams do in this division, man. How how proficient your special teams are, your 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 place kicker, uh, the you know the, the the money field goals he could make, and then and things of that nature. So just having having that secure, making sure these guys don't make mistakes, but make plays in the special teams room, man. I think that'll be the difference maker in this in this division. And next week, Isaac said it, man. Buffalo, we'll holler at y'all, man. But, you know, we're going to talk about Buffalo later this week, man. We'll come up with another Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday, man, as we preview that Rams-Buffalo game as we look to go 3-0. and But we're going to enjoy this week, man, 2-0, and man, playing some ball, man. And as we get ready, hopefully Cam Akers isn't hurt too bad, man. But uh, now we know if he can't go, Darrell Henderson can do his thing. We see what Malcolm Brown can do because he's pretty solid. But I just like the fact that Darrell, man, get going because he's our home run hitter. Take one for 40. We need one for 80, bro. Indeed, man. Hey, you know what? I see we're winding down the show. I just got a text from Mike Jones. Mike Jones, the great, the tackle. And see, he sent me he sent me a scripture verse. And it's uh, Judges 6 and 24. So Gideon built an altar to the most high. There he called it, the Lord is peace. The Lord is shalom, Doc. I like that word, man. That's awesome. Mike Jones. Hey, what's up, Mike Jones? I ain't never met you, but I know all about you, brother. 
Hey, man, much love to you, man. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but respect, man. But I got to tell you, Mike Jones, if you're listening, man, you, you, I mean, you came up with a great plan, a Super Bowl, man. But I look at it, man, is that you, you took my boy Shine, man, because had you not made that play, had we not needed that play, everybody be talking about my brother's 73-yarder. But, hey, man, I'm glad you made that tackle, Mike Jones. Mike Jones is a cool dude, huh? Oh, yeah, Mike Jones, man. I mean, Mike Jones was a guy at Missouri, man, played a lot of different positions, played fullback on offense and linebacker at the same time. So, man, he's a he's one of what you call a, a double letterman for the Missouri Tigers. Uh, he's a Rams legend, too, brother. Just that, oh, that one uh, He's a legend, man. Indeed, man. Indeed. I mean, he was much more than just that tackle, man. A lot of people didn't know it, but it was done on such a high stage, a big stage, man, that, you know, he's, he's kind of known for that. But, uh, yeah, Mike Jones, man, played a lot of great football. Rock solid, man. Well, Mike Jones, what's up, man? Rams fans, what's up? Rams, what's up, man? 2-0. Next week, Buffalo. As I said, man, Isaac and I preview that Buffalo Rams game later this week, man, on another episode of Ramblings. But this episode of Ramblings is over. Isaac session on, bro. We get gone, man. Until next time, right? Hey, man. Bill's Mafia. We coming to see you. We'll see you. Until then, we out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.